I'm Jay. I'm Iraj. And this is Cheers and Tears. So Jay. Yes. Do you have a New Year's resolution? I do have a New Year's resolution and I'm so excited to share it because this means that I'm going to have to hold myself accountable. I am going to lose, drum roll please, 30 pounds. Oh, okay. In one year? In one year, I'm going to get back to my pre-COVID weight by the time I have to make a new New Year's resolution. What about you? Do you have any? Mine is to work on my mental health. Oh, I think that's a great one. Yes, I know. I'm excited. All of our 24 listeners are going (laughs) to hold us accountable for this. So why are we talking about New Year's resolutions? Because our episode today focuses on New Year's, specifically on New Year's resolutions and why they work and why they don't. Well, I got a million and 10 reasons why they don't. That's for sure. <laughs> Doing research for this episode, literally, I felt personally attacked, like almost as bad as when you feel personally attacked by Regina George. Do you feel personally attacked by Regina George often? Um, You know, I wouldn't say often enough for me to mention it, but often enough to where I do kind of feel a little insecure. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Why do we even make New Year's resolutions? Well, the ancient Babylonians were the first ones to actually make a New Year's resolution around 4,000 years ago. They're actually the first ones that celebrated New Year's in the first place. Oh, really? So New Year's is only 4,000 years old? Well, I mean, like, well, I'm not sure 4,000 years, years old, but yeah. like the cel- celebrating New Year's is only 4,000 years old. Yeah, the celebration of the New Year is around 4,000 years old. But the Babylonians had a different calendar than us, so it wasn't like at the same time. But pretty much they had the same concept where the first day of the year, they would actually have a 12-day feast, which I feel like we should bring that back. (laughs) I would love a 12-day feast for New Year's. And during that feast, they would crown the new king and reaffirm their loyalty to him. And they made promises, which later became known as New Year's resolutions. Well, clearly none of their resolutions were to lose any weight if you're going to have a 12-day feast. (laughs) Let the feast begin. They felt that if they did keep to their word, then the pagan gods would favor them throughout the new year. And then the Roman emperor, Julius Caesar, continued that tradition when he reformed the calendar. So he's the one who kind of made the calendar the way that it is. He started off the first month with January And he named January after the two-faced god Janus, who looked backward into the previous year and forward into the upcoming year. So kind of a way to reflect back into your previous year and kind of realize what you're doing or what you need to change to have a better life in your next year. Who knew Julius Caesar was so deep? I don't don't know if he's the one who came up with this. There's probably like ghostwriters for... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... There's probably advisors and people under him who don't get the credit. That's true. And what happens if they didn't keep them, like, their head got cut off or what happened? I mean, Julius Caesar was just disappointed in them, you know? Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But yeah, that's how New Year's resolutions got started. From then, 
you know, things have obviously changed. We're not really making the resolutions to God anymore, to like any higher purpose. It's really a lot for ourselves. That's true. Unless your New Year's resolution is to like get closer to God or something. I mean, in that case, like, which I have had that as a resolution before. Did you get closer to God? I feel like I did. I mean, I had like forgotten like all about the resolution and it was just like something that I guess like I just wanted to do. So I Mm -hmm. did it anyway. Like I didn't think of it as a resolution, which I think like probably helped. When you're doing it for a while, you also kind of lose track of the resolution in the first place. That could be a reason why New Year's resolutions end up not working out. Oh, there's a ton of reasons why they don't work out. Let me tell you why in the least feeling like I'm victimized way possible. (laughs) (laughs) You just wrote this whole article yourself. I did. There was no background research for that. (laughs) There was no background research. I solely did this all on my own, just attacking myself alone with my inner thoughts. On to a brighter note. Uh, Well, I guess not a brighter note. These are reasons why they don't work out. But at least, you know, it's a realistic note. Uh, They did a study at the University of Scranton, and they found that 23% of people quit their resolution after one week. I have been guilty of being in that 23%, whether or not I was invited to participate in the study. (laughs) And they found that 19% of individuals are actually able to stick to their goals long term. And by long term, they meant like two years or more. Wait, where was this taking place? Scranton. Like in the office? Yes, like the office. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the office, who do you think would keep to their resolution? Mm, I'm going to say Jim. Jim seems like a guy that would stick to his resolution. I feel like Angela would. Angela's just mean. Angela, I love her. Is that bad? (laughs) Like she likes cats. It's not shocking. Oh, wow. Okay, thanks. I feel so (laughs) I completely forgot what we were doing <laughs> for like a brief second. I didn't even hear your statistics. All I heard was Scranton. They call it Scranton. What? The electric city. Scranton. What? The electric city. So why don't people stick to their goal? Excellent question. And hopefully my ADHD doesn't take over. Uh, they don't stick because most people aren't ready to change. They're doing things that they feel like they have to do versus the things they want to do. And who wants to do that? No one. It's like people don't want to sit there and, you know, exercise or eat better. They're doing those things because they feel like they have to versus like actually want, like you want to lose weight or you want to eat better, but you don't want to do the process that comes with it. And people have like a huge problem with purpose. Like they make these goals, but they don't have the motivation to like follow through with them. Right. I mean, they obviously want the goal, like they want the outcome, but they They just don't want to do the little process stuff that they have to do in between in order to reach their goal. Exactly. You have to want the change. So like you don't want the change that badly, you're not going to end up following through with it and that's like a huge problem is why people don't stick with them which makes sense like the outcome's always better than the work that you put in exactly like I want to drop my 30 pounds but I don't want to exercise but am I going to exercise anyway yes 
but I do I don't know I feel like I'm doing that more because I want to than I have to but I don't know Mm -hmm. so I also feel like I have to because I can't fit any of my pants except for my sweatpants you have to break your old habits Mm -hmm. which people are really bad at which is another reason why they don't stick to them because you have to like like let's say like a habit like smoking like Mm -hmm. That's a habit. That's something that people tend to do like every single day. And if you do that, it requires change to your routine. It requires you to actually be like more cognitive of what you're doing. And it just requires a lot more mental effort mm-hmm. because it's like, it's like, it's like biting your nails. Like if you want to stop biting your nails, you have to be like cognitively aware that you're actually biting them right. because our habits are stored in our unconscious memory. Yeah. But if you are biting them, then you're not really thinking about it when you're doing Mm -hmm. the habit but breaking the habit is something you're constantly thinking about exactly yeah no that's exactly how it works and it's super frustrating I know I was trying to stop biting my nails when I was a kid for like years because I wanted super long nails and one day I was just like oh god my nails are ugly I'm never biting these things again and I just stopped like vanity is like some it sounds terrible to say but like I can break habits if I feel like it interferes with how I look I mean, when it's habits that are internal, it's easier to hide from people. And when we change habits or like make new ones, you're doing more active thinking, which is what I feel like I had to do. Like mm-hmm. I had to like sit there and think about like if I put my hand near my mouth, it'd be like, nope, don't do it. And like smack yourself like or do something to get you like to stay away from it. I just had the mental image of you just smacking yourself. <laughs> you're like sitting on the subway, just like smacking your hand. On the subway? I didn't know why that's what I thought. <laughs> We don't, don't even have the subway. <laughs> we don't even have Oh wait, subways. I did. I went to New York once and I was on the subway. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting ride. No, subways are definitely it's a place where you break old habits, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> you can break your habits in a subway. You can break your habits in a subway as in the restaurant. Yeah, wait, why did you think of the subway, the train? Maybe I was thinking about the restaurant. Or you know I don't eat subway something about Mm -hmm. their bread their bread is so good it's all the sugar yeah i know (laughs) this is making me hungry and i'm not supposed to be hungry i'm supposed to or if i am hungry i'm supposed to be eating like lettuce see this is habit i'll probably go get a piece of cake after this no you're not gonna get a piece of cake this podcast is for our listeners this podcast is for us to make sure (laughs) that we do our new year's resolution Well, it's like, I feel like it's going to be harder to keep New Year's resolutions this year because we're in a pandemic. So we're going to fall into like old habits and we're going to want like to feel comforted and we're not going to want to like get out of our routines for those of us who even have a routine. Lord knows I don't, I need one. (laughs) But, you know, it's, it's, it's harder during a pandemic to like stick to what you're doing, especially like all the gyms are closed. Not that I had a gym membership anyway. Well, I did, but. I ended up paying $500 and only going like twice. It was terrible. My grandparents are still mad about it. (laughs) Yeah, my grandfather's like, you're never getting a gym membership ever again. I was like, all right. That's another thing that gets me. It's like, I always plan to go to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. But I never did it. And I feel like that's just as bad as another reason why people don't stick to the resolutions, which is the lack of planning. Because good habits take planning to stick. You have to plan to break your habits and to make better ones. Cause I think it takes what, like 28 days to form a habit or to break a habit. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, you have to like stick to your budget. You have to like plan your schedule. You have to like 
anticipate any challenges and have solutions for anything that might pop up. Like if you want to stop eating out with friends so much, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you got to just be willing to say no, but you know, with any good plan, mistakes happen. And the university of Scranton actually did another study and they found out that people messed up 14 times at least when sticking to their resolutions But 71% of those people said that their mistakes strengthened their desire to reach their goals. Oh, yeah. No, I can totally see that. I think after the first mistake, you start feeling like you're kind of doing it out of spite almost. Like, how could I give up so easily? And then that could encourage you to keep going. Oh, I'm the opposite. I get so discouraged after the first time. I'm just like, oh, I couldn't do it. I'll never be able to do it. Oh, well, might as well go back to my old ways. Well, later on in this episode, I'll talk about how to fix that. Ooh, okay. I definitely need that because I am not very confident in my ability to stick to my New Year's resolution. But in all fairness, it's actually better to have a lack of confidence than it is to be overconfident because overconfidence is more likely to end your resolution. That's interesting. I didn't think about being overconfident in anything in my life, honestly, but (laughs) in especially resolutions, why do you think people are more overconfident in their new year's resolution because they think that oh like that new year new me mentality and they're like it'll be easy it'll be fun and then like two days into it you're like oh I'm so over this and then you just make such high expectations for yourself that are impossible to meet Mm -hmm. no that's true I definitely think a lot of people think that just because it's a new year somehow things are different even though it's just the difference of December 31st to January 1st now I have a question for you To meet your resolution, what is something that you are willing to give up? Oh, I don't think I've thought about that yet. I don't know. What would I have to give up for better mental health? My therapist always tells me you have to be comfortably uncomfortable in order to make change in your mental health. That's so beautiful. I want that on a throw pillow. (laughs) (laughs) I will find you a throw pillow that says that. Thank you. You know, you got to give up something. I obviously have to give up things that I love like sugar bread pasta you know I just eat it all happiness yeah all (laughs) that I gotta give it up and that's a big problem is people don't think about what they have to give up I didn't really think about what I'd have to give up and that's probably not the first thing people are thinking about when they make a new resolution and the overconfidence does kind of come in because they're looking at all the things they're gonna get but not really the things that they're gonna give up That's like a huge problem because people like make goals like, oh, I'm going to spend less money, but then don't realize that you have to spend less money to spend less money. That's also my New Year's resolution now that I think about it. Spend less money. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Well, spend less money on buying stuff that I don't need. Yeah. And for that, you have to also give up kind of your happiness, right? That instant gratification that you get when you get new things. Exactly. I get so excited when a package comes to my door. Half the time, I don't even know what it is, but I'm just happy that it has my name on it. It's a bill. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't open those. <laughs> oh my God. And people often like focus too much on specific outcomes and it can be really discouraging when you're not reaching like a very specific goal. You lose sight of progress they already made and they give up because it's not like the specific goal they wanted to hit, even though it's like close. Mm-hmm. Like you could lose like 25 pounds, but then like give up but like if you just stop losing weight like all of a sudden like because you didn't meet the 30 it feels like you put all that effort in and it went to waste so I get that 
Right. Yeah, but people aren't looking at all the effort that they're making. They're just looking at the outcome. So by making it specific, it's hard to be appreciative or be happy about like the progress that you made. Exactly. What did uh what's her face? The really famous girl. You never see her in the same room at the same time with herself. Uh Miley Cyrus. Oh. <laughs> Man, I was so confused until you said Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus says, life's a climb, but the view is great. Like, you got to make that effort to get up there. Once you get up there, no matter how far you have climbed, the view is still going to be good. Oh, that's actually really nice. Isn't that from her movie? That's from Hannah Montana, the movie. Don't watch that movie religiously. (laughs) You know what? I've been falling asleep to Disney movies, and it's been a world of a difference. I used to have the worst time falling asleep. But I think tonight I'm going to fall asleep to the Hannah Montana movie. (laughs) So do you have any other reasons why New Year's resolutions don't work out for people? A couple, actually. Um, A lot of times people don't have the support system that they need. So without that support system, it's really hard to like meet your goals. Like I know for sure, like I keep asking my grandparents, like, don't bring sugar into the house. And then they'll like go out and then they'll like buy a bunch of sugar and bring it in they'll be like I thought of you when I saw this and I'm like yes because I told you not to please help me out here <laughs> it's like I have a vague memory of you saying something about sugar <laughs> but can't exactly uh, another reason why people don't stick to their resolutions is they don't pick realistic goals yeah no I see that a lot yeah and then like there's a whole group of people they just rush into it too fast and then exhaust themselves of it before they eat like before even like the week is up of the new year you know what I mean and I think the worst part about like not being able to keep your resolution is that you can't keep it if you don't enjoy the process no if you feel like it's ruining your quality of life most people they don't want to live that way you know That's why people's resolutions don't really work out. Of course, there are many, many other reasons why they don't work out, but those are just kind of like a few to give you an idea of why your resolutions may or may not have worked in the past. By looking at why it doesn't work, it's easier to find ways on why it could work. Mm-hmm. Because 46% of people keep their resolutions only for six months. And only that's eight- pretty long. I mean, yeah, six months is a pretty long time. And 46%, that's like, you know, that's a fair percentage. But mm-hmm. only 8% end up keeping it for the whole year. And that kind of seems small, but people are 10 times more likely to keep them when they make it their New Year's resolution than when pursuing it another way. Like just doing it like in the middle of the year kind of thing? Yeah, people who just make the resolution like a spur of the moment resolution, they end up not being as successful as when they make it their New Year's resolution. So in my opinion, I don't think New Year's resolutions are completely overrated. Like it's part of human nature to want to start something in the beginning of something new even though it's just like a a rotation around the sun is that right it's a rotation around the sun (laughs) are we rotating around the sun or is the sun rotating around us i think we're rotating around the sun (laughs) no the sun is not rotating around us planets go around the sun and one full um rotation around the sun is a year So I'm editing right now, and I realized I meant to say revolve, not rotate, around the sun. It was going to kill me and my fifth grade science teacher if I left that in, so just needed to correct that real quick.
Okay, now back to the episode. Yeah, I don't think they're overrated. I think they actually help people. They help people even just start to make goals, which is like the first step of change. So I don't think setting goals is a bad thing. I just think the way that people come about it could be unhealthy or the reason why they're giving up. One big one is that a lot of people confuse their resolutions with their goals. So a goal is a specific target to hit within a time period and a goal has very short-term results. I would say a resolution is made up of goals. Like a resolution is like an overarching, like, I want to lose weight. And then a goal are like the specific steps you take to reach your resolution. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's smart. So like saying like, oh, I want to lose weight is the resolution. And then the Mm -hmm. goals like eat, eat better, exercise more, like little steps like that. Yeah, goals can be a little specific, but a resolution is more of a long-term thing. So a solid resolution should be about the process. When talking to writer James Clear, he wrote 100,000 words in one year. But instead of making the 100,000 words his New Year's resolution, he made his resolution to develop a consistent writing habit. That was smart. That sounds like that's like a lot less pressure on you. Mm -hmm. He was able to write 100,000 words, and then he also stayed on the path after he was done writing the 100,000 words. If he made his entire resolution just to write this amount of words, he probably wouldn't have continued it after he met that goal. So after declaring the resolution, he suggests that you should create a system that works for you. So for him, his system was to publish a new blog every Monday and Thursday. And then this system should be simple, achievable, and measurable. That reminds me of, um, what were those things that we did? I don't remember. Where did we do SMART goals? Do you remember SMART in PE? goals? Did we? Yeah, I, I did SMART goals in PE. I, I have a memory of doing them in college. I just don't remember what I was doing them for. Did you take health? I did take health in college. Do yeah, so that was, that was probably it. It was yeah. probably health. I don't remember, but like that just reminds me of like SMART goals. I don't remember what SMART stands for, but like if you know, you know. (laughs) I wonder if that's a U.S. thing. I actually don't know. (laughs) Our 2% in Germany is going to be so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. We We got a pretty good international audience, so shout out to you guys. So when you create these steps to follow, you should be just as excited to complete your process goal than when you are achieving your resolution. Once you're more excited about the little individual steps that you make, you'll be more motivated and you won't give up so soon. So like what you were talking about when you said... Oh, I'm not upset. I get so discouraged after the first time. I'm just like, oh, I couldn't do it. I'll never be able to do it. Oh, I might as well go back to my roots. A way to combat that is that you make smaller goals for yourself throughout the year. You won't be as discouraged because you met your goal for that month. I actually bought a planner. I bought a very expensive planner for 2020 because I figured if it was expensive, I would use it and see this is why my other resolution is to spend less money Uh, because I could (laughs) have just bought any planner. It didn't work for your gym membership though because gym memberships are expensive. Yeah, definitely didn't work for that. Uh, but I bought this planner 
And I'm hoping that in 2020, it'll like keep me on track. And it has like a thing where you can write like your weekly goals in it. And I'm hoping that like by setting weekly goals, like that'll like help a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, I love planners. You already know. I put (laughs) everything in my planner. You know, I actually got a planner for Christmas. That's how, (laughs) that's how people see me, I guess. They see you for the Virgo that you are. I know. How do we keep ourselves on track with that? So basically the planner idea that you said was a great way to keep track of you completing your process goals. Self-monitoring is key to that. When I was trying to clear my skin, I always took progress pictures because sometimes you forget like just where you started and sometimes having like pictures and references to how you were in the beginning to how you are in the end, it Mm -hmm. really makes a big difference because you can actually see how much you're changing. Yeah. And that's like, gotta be like motivating, you know, like Mm -hmm. the more you visually see change, the better off you're probably going to stick with your goals. Right. Cause I didn't really see my change until I actually took pictures. At first I thought like, oh, my skin is just looking the same. But until I saw like the before pictures, I'm like, oh, wow, actually it did change. And I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. So when you're writing your process goal, you should also include your purpose into the sentence. So instead of your entire goal being, I'm going to lose, how much did you say? Like 30 pounds? 30 pounds, yeah. 30 pounds. That could be your end resolution. But your process goal should be, I will exercise three times this week for 30 minutes in order to achieve better health. That makes sense. And that actually sounds like a lot better, especially because you're not putting so much pressure on yourself. Just the smaller, it just sounds so much better. I know. Yeah, it seems more achievable. And then also by including that you want to do it because of your better health, then you're keeping your purpose in that sentence. You know, you're going to remind yourself the purpose every single time you complete your task. Mm -hmm. And finding purpose is a huge part of making a goal or making any sort of commitment. Like you said, if you're not motivated to do it, then why are you doing it? Exactly. Especially if you don't know why you're doing it. Like, why are you doing it? you know, write it down somewhere that you can see every single time you feel like giving up. Oh, that's smart. And people could get like expo mirror, expo mirrors, expo (laughs) markers and write on your mirror. Like that's really cute. (laughs) You know what? I did that with the expo marker on my mirror. And honestly, you just forget it's there. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, I have like a really great tracker of how much water I drink on my mirror. And then after a while, I just kind of forgot that it was there maybe if you're gonna write it on your mirror you should write it like right in front of where your face is oh that's smart so that way you can't forget it yeah because I wrote it in the corner and I completely forgot it was there until like a couple months later I was cleaning my mirror and I'm like oh yeah I was supposed to drink water it's been a whole (laughs) month I didn't drink any water (laughs) well at least you're still here yes (laughs) no I have my water Another way that will help you stick to your goal is to make a public commitment, which is why we're here. We are here to make this public commitment to stay on track with our goal. We're counting on all our listeners to hold us accountable. All 24 of them, including the one in (laughs) Germany. I love that one in Germany. (laughs) Yeah, there is someone in Germany. I think there's one in Mexico too. Canada. On Canada, of course. Mm -hmm. Now we know if we move to Canada that there's at least one fan out there. At least one. one. That's all we need. We'll crash on their couch. (laughs) Exactly. More people will stick to their commitment when they make it public. So even though, you know, I'm 
I'm also tired of seeing people post their goals and stuff on social media, but that's a big way to like hold people accountable. I know that's one thing that kept me posting new episodes of this. We made a commitment. We had all of our friends and family like follow us on Instagram. We're kind of more inclined to be regular with our schedule, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's smart. I'm probably going to do that. I'm going to do that on New Year's Eve. I'm going to post my New Year's resolution and that way everybody on Facebook can hold me accountable because I actually have a really supportive group of people on Facebook and I'm like friends with people who used to bully me. I'm friends with people who well just because I'm nosy <laughs> like I just want to know what they're up to no that makes but sense I do that I'm friends with people who used to bully me I'm friends with people I don't even really know like that I just know that you went to my school like I'm friends with people that I've talked to maybe once in my life and those tend to be like the most supportive people like I've had people rooting for me that I have maybe shared like five words with or less oh well that's nice yeah, so I'm hoping like, you know, my little Facebook community can hold me accountable. No, that's really good. It's good to have or surround yourself with like-minded people, whether it be friends that are supporting you, but also people who are going through the same goal as you could be really beneficial to you completing it. It can be encouraging to hear others going through the similar struggles and seeing them accomplish their resolutions might encourage you to do the same. I mean, sometimes even seeing people who have a longer ways to go get to their goal it makes it seem like well if they can do it then I can definitely do it like Facebook's a great way if you can join groups that have the same kind of like a weight loss journey theme to it then that could be really beneficial to see that could yeah I think I'm gonna try that actually ever since that first episode where we talked about it the what was it the social media episode socially unacceptable yeah ever since then I've been joining Facebook groups for everything and it's been really helpful like I did it for the skincare it's been nice to see their like you know struggles were the same as mine and their journey was the same as mine or similar or worse you know mm-hmm. no that's us like a really good support system like I'm glad you found mm-hmm. that and then make sure to reward yourself I feel like that's so important. People don't pay attention to the little goals and little accomplishments that they've made. They're not rewarding themselves enough for that. That is so true. I feel like people like feel like they're not deserving of a reward until they meet their resolution, which really they should be rewarding themselves like in small increments along the way. Yeah. So like I said, when you make those process goals, for each process goal that you accomplish, you should give yourself a reward for that. Whether it be like a little spa day or, you know, a little cheat day. I think that's very important. Everything needs a balance. Exactly. I'm making every Saturday my cheat day. At the end of the day, it's not a bad thing to set goals for yourself. It's important when you're trying to improve, you know, unless your goal is to like murder five people or something and make sure. Oh my God, don't keep them. (laughs) Don't. Don't give them ideas. If it's a good goal, and it's a positive goal, and it's there to help people, then yeah, by all means, make a goal, make a system to follow, and reward yourself at every process goal that you accomplish. Exactly. You know, Miley Cyrus said it best, life's a climb, but the view is great. I just love saying that. Well, I think it would be fun if we took our New Year's resolutions and took what we learned from this, rewrite it as a system to follow instead of a resolution. Okay, you first. Okay, so 
my original resolution was to improve my mental health, but my system to follow is I will attend therapy and practice self-care at least once a week in order to achieve better mental health. That's a good one. I already signed up for therapy, so. I'm already halfway there, halfway there, halfway there. Um, mine was to lose 30 pounds. And I think I'm going to change that to, I'm going to exercise five times a week and, and only eat carbs one day a week in order to fit back into my old jeans. <laughs> Cause I miss my jeans so much. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. Thank you. I'm coming back for your jeans. <laughs> oh, I have one more resolution. What is that? to end this podcast oh well we're already there thank you for listening to this episode of cheers and tears i'm iraj i'm jay tune in next time when we have live coverage of elmer fudd's inauguration But my good vocal cords. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to be doing an interpretive song. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> That's how I'm going to start off this, <laughs> this podcast, just you clearing your throat. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs>